All right, all right. It's your boy J Rated All. We are back with part two of Chemistry slash Kemet Mystery Ancient Egypt series. And I want to thank you all for tuning in, following with me, listening to me. Um, fam, without you all, this podcast would not be even possible. And I want to thank Anchor again for giving me a plateau or a platform to be able to talk just about on any damn thing I want. Um, and I want to also, before we get into part two, still give out another shout out to Fidel Cashflow VA uh, for also making this happen as well. All right, fam. Without further ado, let's get back into it. So we left off on part one talking about the basics of chemistry, the premise of where it originated, what it means. And we talked about before we left off in the conclusive part of my show on part one that the chemical substance or the makeup can also be traced in DNA. And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit here on part two. DNA, also known as deoxyribonucleic acid. DNA. I think we all pretty much can know what DNA is. It's the genetic makeup of something or someone. The components that make it what it is. The way you talk, the way you look, how you sound, even your beliefs down to what you eat can all be traced to how your DNA was chemically created all the way back to your ancestral lineage. You may look like someone in your family, or you may have taken or skipped a generation. You may have certain ways that reminds other people of a grandma, uncle, brother, etc., etc. DNA is the building blocks of all things. And if you understand or overstand, as we say, the fundamental components of how something is created or how it's made, you pretty much get a good gist of how it's going to be to some degree. Now, that's not to say the DNA is fully 100% accurate because it can always be subject to change, as do all things in our reality, our world, our universe. There's an old saying, the more things stay the same, or the more things change, they stay the same. Because there's always what you call choice, in the matter adaptation reformation things reform or they adapt simple as that they evolve or devolve simple as that DNA plays a very intricate and huge part in all of that and one word that plays a huge part in all of it is called what if you guessed it chemistry because that's what we're talking about (laughs) so Before we get any further into it, let's let our sponsors jump back in and we'll start getting into DNA, how it relates to chemistry. I'm really enjoying myself, people. I hope you are, too. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right. All right, fam. We are back. Thank you for tuning in. This is Anchor. I'm J-Rated R. And this is part two of our podcast today called Chemistry slash 
Kemet mystery, ancient Egyptian, and we've been talking about chemistry on what it is, what it means, how it relates to things. Now we're in the part two session of DNA, how that relates to chemistry. What is DNA? We gave a little breakdown earlier in this session on DNA, the genetic makeups of all things, all life, life forms of many types. We're going to talk a little bit in this part two about developing chemistry. The human body, folks, is an electric mechanism. You know, uh, the food that you eat, it's got to be electric. And the reason I say that, and sometimes that's called electric foods, you can find more information on the electric food if you study under a uh, very brilliant man who just passed away recently by the name of Dr. Sebi. Some of you may have heard of Dr. Sebi or the name sounds familiar. And if it is familiar to you, but you're not quite sure who it is, for those of you who aren't sure or don't know, Dr. Sebi was a metaphysician. Uh, he was a holistic practitioner of healthy eating, a healthy diet. He knew uh, just what our body's nutrients really were made of because each body part, people, that you have, it relates to a certain type of natural food, an herb, a vegetable, a fruit, things that we should actually be putting in our bodies versus genetically modified foods, bad foods, things that are not good for your dietary intake, things of that nature. This man studied them thoroughly and practiced them. Uh, for some of you who do not know or are aware, there was a uh, R&B slash hip hop sister who passed away many years ago in the early 2000s by the name of Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Uh, she was with the group called TLC. She was a student of Dr. Sebi's, amongst many others, known and unknown. Uh, and she actually, you can find a video on her on YouTube. Just type in Lisa Left Eye Lopez slash Dr. Sebi or just Dr. Sebi, Lisa Lopez. All that information can be uh, looked upon there. It's documented. But getting on Dr. Sebi, he was uh, a metaphysician who also knew how to cure the body of any ailment that, unfortunately, your government states and claims cannot be cured, such as herpes, HIV, uh, which a lot of these are man-made uh, ailments to suppress the human body, to kill us off, and so much more. And for those of you who think these are just conspiracy theories, I urge you to go back with an open mind and do thorough research. And you'll find that these are not conspiracy theories or conjecture that what I say can actually be proven. Uh, and the more of us that come together on these platforms and many other types of platforms and channels and speak on these things with educated uh, and open minded uh, versatility. We can fight this, y'all, but it's going to take a unit. It's going to take a unity of us to do it. Uh, but getting back on the subject here. Yes, the foods you put in your body for nutrients. Has to be that which matches your body's intake called electric foods. Foods that produce mucus impede on the actual current or flow of electricity in the body. So. Picture chewing gum being placed on an open wire as though it would help promote the conductivity 
of that wire, meaning that you use it for the specific use and putting on a wire so that the electricity in wattage that's traveling through that, that wire will actually go through it with no problem. Emotion is energy in motion. That's what emotion means. E motion. E is energy or electricity in motion. That's what your emotions are. That's why people say channel your anger, channel your love, channel this channel. What is a channel? Well, in order to be channeling of anything, you have to be a conductor of something, a conduit for the channel to flow through. What is that flow that we're talking about? Energy, electricity, currency. So why do you need a black wire or black tape for when you're plugging in something? Because that wire is a conduit. It works as a conductor for the electricity to travel through it. It has to have a funnel of some sort. So your bodies are funnels. Our bodies are conduits. We're conductors for electromagnetic energy. So your emotions are energy in motion. Remember, we talked about, uh, well, if you go to Cashflow Virginia's site on podcast, and soon I will have it up. I will have it linked on mine as well. We talked in one of our interviews on cause and effect. Cause is the thinking of something. The effect is the emotion. You think something and it affects you emotionally. That's how cause and effect works. It also works based on the law of attraction. How you think or how you feel creates reality or pulls or magnifies that reality because you are an electromagnetic being, a being of magnetism as well, which creates a pulling of something to come into your reality. We're going to have many more sessions on that, but let's get back on what developing chemistry is. So emotion is energy in motion. We talked about the food is electric and foods produce mucus, which impedes on the actual current or flow of electricity in your body. So, like I said, picture that gum being placed on an open wire as though it would be or help promote conductivity. In fact, emotion is not only energy emotion more rather emotion is electricity it gives you a charge this is what we talk about protons which is the charge electrons which is the negative charge neutron which has no charge it's neutral emotion is always responsible people for the transmutation of your dna however you change something in your dna whether it's your thoughts thought creates reality thought changes by formulating or forming chemical changes in your chemistry or in your DNA. Are you starting to feel me now? This is how you develop chemistry. You change based on thought. You put feelings into your thoughts. It changes reality. It changes the reality of your cell structure. When you can change your chemical cell structure based on a placebo, which is thinking, think positive, say positive affirmations day to day. You start living those things. You believe in yourself. The Bible says, as a man think of in his heart, so shall is he. If you had faith as big as a grain of mustard seed, with no doubt, you could say, do this, and he would obey you. So I'm trying to tell you, 
as you can conceive it in the mind, you can achieve it in reality. We'll go ahead and continue this real quick. We'll let our sponsors get in real quick. But I'm J Rated R and I will be right back. All right. All right, fam. We are back. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. It's your boy J Rated R. And we are in our part two session of chemistry slash Kemet mystery, ancient Egypt. And we just got finished talking about DNA. And just to expound on that a little further. uh, Basically, the chemistry in DNA. You have to have food in the physical body as an electric nutrient to keep your electrical body running because you are an electromagnetic being and the source of a being is how a being sustains its life so there are a lot of essentials that play an intricate part in all of the components made up to even make us who we are in existence sunlight is number one because without that all forms of life cannot live nor survive water another natural element of the periodic table or elemental in the sense of existing your body is made up of 70 to 90 percent water again another form or facet of chemistry oxygen which is known as air another element is another facet or form of chemistry to give you the makeup that you have chemically and the body which is made from the dirt which it will return to when it decomposes when you die is the earth another natural element or source of your existence which gives you chemistry these are the chemical makeups that make you who you are and a plateau or a plethora of many others we will get into later in this session as we continue and we will also show how the dna transmutes itself which a word for that is called alchemy so dna and one of the one of the main sources of what you call a charge positively which is a proton is emotion and again emotion is energy and motion or electricity in motion right I want y'all to know that energy in motion or your emotions is how you channel and as a channeler you have to be a conduit which is a conductor for electromagnetic energy we are conductors of electromagnetic energy and our bodies serve as conduits so that this energy not only can run through us but they can sustain us as well I know in Ecclesiastes in the Bible it says when the body dies it will return unto dirt and the spirit will return unto God who gave it. Now I'm not preaching here. We're going to have many sessions though where we break this information down and I'm going to tell y'all it's mind blowing. Trust me fam. It's mind blowing. Chromosomes are magnetic and your emotions are are electric I'm going to say that again chromosomes are magnetic and your emotions 
are electric. Hence, this is what makes you an electromagnetic being. The combination of the two, it represents your body's electromagnetism. You willed yourself into existence and the proof of this can be found in the fact that your DNA has braided perpetually by the way of your emotion. Now let's break this down simplistically because on my show, we don't need to be scratching our heads wondering what the hell he just said. I'll say it again. You willed yourself into existence. Now before I even get into the proof of chemistry on that, I know a lot of y'all right now already listening say, uh uh-uh, no he didn't just say that. Talking about we we willed ourselves into existence. How we do that? God brought us here. (laughs) And I'm not laughing because I'm being funny. I'm laughing because you're right. I'm not disagreeing with that. The creator or the source or the infinite one or God or whoever you believe in or what you believe in, you are correct. If you go into your Bibles, for those of you who are into the Bible, 1 John says, all throughout chapter four, especially that he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. This is the same he who created the universe, the world, the heavens, the earth and all that dwell in there and out of there. So I say again, God is also known in Exodus as the I am. When Moses was talking to him in chapter three of Exodus and saying, who shall I tell the people who sent me? He tell him, Asher, he said, Ahaya, Asher, Ahaya. That's Aramic for I am that I am. That's the natural breakdown if you do the translation. But to put it in simple form, I am is who he told them to tell, sent him. And this is why we refer to our, per- our first person as I am. Now, I'm not talking about man willed himself into existence. I'm talking about that which is beyond man. And he who was in you is that same entity that created the world and everything else in it that dwell in it and outside of it is the same force that willed for you to be in existence. So you are that which is within you. The word hue, H-U, it means creative force or will or the will of creative force and Sanskrit. Look it up. It means that there's a greater power of entire intelligence that dwells within man. that created man and its image and likeness and breathed into man. It's spirit and made man a living soul. That's in your Bibles in Genesis chapter one, verse 27. And or Genesis chapter two, verse just read chapter two. I'm saying this to say to you all, this is chemistry. And within chemistry, even in the spiritual realm, there are physical remnants or physical manifestations that show itself to be so. Let me give you an example. So when I tell you the braiding of your DNA, which is also called the double helix, that ladder looking DNA illustration you see in pictures, that's chemistry. And the fact that I said you willed yourself into existence and that it can be found as proof and fact. Exactly what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. Because the chromosomes are magnetic and your emotions are electric. Cause and effect. 
Something that was thought into existence became reality and therefore it operates physically as a manifestation of that which was only a thought. That in itself is chemistry, people. When a man and a woman conceive a child physically by creating mixtures of DNA and fluid through through the seminal process of semen and it travels to the egg of the woman and things of that nature, that's DNA, that's chemistry, that's a chemical makeup. The thought came from seminal fluid starts from the brain. Now, the brain represents thought. And then the act in itself physically, which is the sex or the sacred act, as they call it, interacting with the opposite sex through a form of chemical bonding. Later, nine months through three trimesters creates itself from a thought into a process of being a physical being into the world. So you have just created as a form of merging two beings from a thought process that acted out in a physical aspect. You created another life form out of the darkness comes the light. The baby travels through the birth canal of the woman into the world, which is the light. And in science, they call light chaos, which is why the baby, when it enters into the world coming into the light, it cries. This is DNA, people. This is electromagnetic energy. This is chemistry. I hope y'all are feeling me. And if you're not, well, just stay tuned. We got a break real quick. I'm going to let our sponsors get in. But I want y'all to think about this and let that process sink in. And we'll continue when we come right back. right we are back thank you guys for tuning in it's your boy j rated r july 23rd 2019 and we've been on part two of this series called chemistry slash chemic mystery ancient egypt series and i hope you guys have been processing what i've been talking about because it's a lot uh and just to go back from the last session before commercial break Uh, To give you that scripture in terms of talking about uh, the creation process is Genesis chapter two, verse seven. Uh, Y'all, I've been studying this information for over 20 plus years. That includes Bible translations. uh, A lot of it uh, in the Semitic Hebrew teachings of Aramaic. I do speak Egyptian Arabic uh, and not Well, let's just put it like this. I do speak Egyptian Arabic. Uh, I'm still learning a great deal of it, but I speak it pretty fluently to a degree. Um, I've been doing translations, though, since early 2000s and transliterations, you know, getting information. Um, And so, you know, scriptures, I've been studying all my life since I was a kid, but I really didn't wake up consciously into this stuff until... 2000 2001 is where my journey really started uh and i have quite a few people to thank for that because uh spiritually i was led into this but uh physically people came into my life that were either a already there in my life or b who had yet to have come into my life who helped get me where i'm at so i take no full credit in any of where i'm at to this day uh because that would just be ignorant of me and arrogant of me to do so we all have a come up in this in this place in this world 
Uh, And yes, we all, I do believe, personally have a destiny, a purpose, if not anything else. What that is, we have to find that. Uh, The signs are always there throughout our life. Uh, Pieces here and pieces there. Mysteries, if you will. But no one can really tell you, per se, what you're here to do. They can give you uh, basically an outline or uh, they can examine from their point of view by just, you know, uh, looking at what you do and, and what your passions are. Uh, but not to get too far off subject here. This is all still related to chemistry, by the way. Uh, but Genesis two, chapter two, Genesis chapter two, verse seven is where you will find uh, where God created man in his image and likeness and things of that nature. Um, but getting back to the DNA process, we've touched bases basically on what chemistry is. We did that in part one. Uh, we talked about electro magnetic energy, electricity versus magnetism. Uh, And we've talked about uh, electric foods, how important those things are in your dietary intake, uh, nutritious balance, things of that nature. We're going to get more into that too. Uh, And let me know, guys, if you feel like, you know, me one day doing uh, a special on nutrition in general, uh, the importance of exercise and how that spiritually plays a part in all of this. Uh, we'll be more than happy to do that on my show. Uh, in fact, I believe that uh, we will have some guest speakers on the subject matter. Uh, and we'll be talking about, like I said, a plethora of just different things in general. Uh, but on my show, it, you know, there's no filter on what to talk about as long as it helps people uh, get a much more educated, more awareness um, and just be more down to earth and a little bit outside of the box, a lot outside of the box. <laughs> we'll do that. So without further ado, chemistry is all of these things that we've talked about today. And we could go on and on and on about electricity. We can go on and on and on about the makeups. But I want us to start getting more into the juicier parts of this conversation on this topic because as I said before we got to start from the basics first before we can go over the top with it and I'm not gonna go too much over the top even in these and even in uh, these series that we're having coming uh, forward but I do want to give people an idea to know that you haven't been taught everything in school you haven't been shown everything in life Uh, the fact is that a lot of us have been duped a lot of us have only been taught what our teachers at best could teach us because they themselves may not have known more than there is to know on the subject matter. And then sometimes there is a deception, I hate to say it, where people know things, but they won't share that knowledge with you. Because remember, knowledge is power. He who has power rules. So knowledge is very much so uh, the intricate part of us learning what we need to learn to live better lives. So let's talk about chemistry, how it relates to things such as faith, destiny, things like that. Well, we know faith leads you to fate. Faith is also in the Bible. For those of you who need to know what faith is, it's throughout the entire Bible. You can read a lot about faith in the book of James. You can also read about it in Hebrew and many other books. Jesus goes or Yahshua goes into faith very heavily throughout the four Gospels of Matthew, John, Luke, and Mark. But faith leads you to fate, people. Those who have a fate 
will subsequently produce their own fatality. Yeah, you heard that. You must become a master of your destiny, people, by being destined. And this is the way you have come into this world. All of this takes place by way of recursion. While you are studying, so is your DNA. And let me let me expound on that. Remember, all things have a chemistry, whether known or unknown. All things have a chemical balance to them. This universe is based on balance. If physically this world's chemical balance is thrown off, well, the planet would not survive. If the sun were to be overexposed right now and go into supernova, it would explode. That would affect us too and everything in our solar system. So everything has a recursion. Everything has a balance. And one of those balances in studying is your DNA. DNA has the ability to adapt, to evolve. So that's what I mean when I say, as you are studying, so is your DNA. You know, there's a little saying, if you take care of you, yourself will take care of you back. And that's true. If you take care of you, you will be taken care of by yourself. If you eat right, work out, have a positive mindset, believe in yourself. What are the benefits of those? What is the benefits of doing those things? Because you will be greatly rewarded if you stay on that path. But we, we want things now, just like the click of a button. If it ain't happening, then it ain't real. It's BS. That's bullshit. That's what we'll say. Because we want it now. I'll tell you this. DNA studies just like you do because it is you it's a more expanded part of yourself so this is why I always ask are you studying your DNA or is your DNA studying you the truth of the matter is that both are always taking place at the same time when it comes to those of high cognition meaning awareness knowing negative ions you may have heard the term they produce healing and reduces pain, which maintains the integrity of your body's sacred geometry. Now you're saying, what is he talking about? Your body's sacred geometry. Let's be simplistic, shall we? The universe is made up basically of math and science. And math is a science because the word science comes from the ancient word psi, which means to know. Hence, when you have a conscience, you break that word conscience up. You have con which means in the latin form with and then you have science which is the side word which means to know so conscience really means with knowledge that's why and for those who need the bible i'll give another example and the book of genesis when they were told not to eat from the tree of knowledge and they ate from the tree of knowledge it says their eye not eyes their eye was open. Now it says eyes may be in English, but if you do the transliteration of the word that actually replaces the word in Hebrew, it's ayin, which means single. Eye for singular, meaning their spiritual eye, their third eye, or their first eye. And when that eye was open, they became consciously aware at that moment that they were butt naked. That means they had knowledge, they had know how, they had now. 
the gnosis in the Greek word for knowledge is gnosis. They had knowledge of the, the fact that they were naked. And then when God was walking and he said, who told you you were naked? And they were ashamed of themselves and had put fig leaves around his clothes because they were in shame. They were in shame because they had a conscience. A conscience made them feel guilty. That conscience was with knowledge. No coincidence there when you say the tree of knowledge and then you have a conscience awareness that you're naked and you felt bad. So you fig use fig leaves as clothes to hide your nakedness and you were hiding in the bushes. That means with knowledge, people. This is chemistry. So check it. I said fate is those who have faith, which leads people to their fatality. And you must become a master of your destiny by being destined. And this is the way you have come into this world. Your DNA studies you while you're studying it. The, cre the, 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 the more smarter we get, our DNA evolves, even subconsciously. That's why through evolution, if you want to use that scientific word for those of you who believe that, which it is true. I think people try to separate science evolution from religion. They're two, totally two different things, but they have nothing to do with spirituality in terms of terminology in terms of existing between religion and evolution. Spirituality is both because there's chemistry in both. So when I say your body's a sacred geometry, it is your body. Your head, your arm, your leg, leg, arm, as they say, Allah. And, and <laughs> that's not really what that means, but that's what they use it as. Have you ever seen a man in the uh, sacred geometry with a guy who's butt naked? You see him on the books. You see him in the math class where he's got both arms extended and he's around, and he's standing in a circle. That's sacred geometry. You are the mathematical equation that the creator made in his image and likeness. That means he gave you everything you'll ever need. You just don't know it. And that's why he he was in you was greater than he who was in the world. All of the things that make up the planet, you are a part of. You are that of the heavens. You are that of the earth. Your body is from the earth. That's why when you die, it decomposes and, go, go, and, and returns as dust. It goes back to being dirt. Because in your Bible, man, the word for dirt is called, or the word for offspring is called zira. And the word Adam comes from the Hebrew word Adama, which means from the dirt, from red dirt or soil. This is why there's a first Adam and there's a second Adam. And the second Adam is the quickening of the spirit or for another term of that is called the acceleration of consciousness, quickening, acceleration, consciousness, spirit. There you have it. And who is that representation? You're Jesus Christ, because he didn't come to deliver man from the physical. He came to give man eternal life and the spiritual. This is all chemistry, people. This is all chemistry. So basically, you are that sacred, that secret mathematical equation walking around. And when the body is sick, it has become less fractal, less fractal, which is to say the frequencies that promote life. They have a corresponding shape that allude to this reality. I'll give you an example. If you take water, the water molecule and look under it. A, a microscope and if you're playing a certain musical tone in the room with the water in it do you know that water molecule will form into a crystal 
because of the tone or the vibration of the music creates patterns. One is of a positive image. And if you play something distorted, terrible, with bad tones in it, bad frequencies, the water looks all broke up and it looks like a, a crescent that looks sick because it becomes acidic at that, po- at that point. When it's all crystallized, it's alchemized. It's, it's alchemy. It's alkaline. The same thing happens to you when you are affected in reality because of the water in your body, the molecules in you. The energy in you, the magnetism in you. Remember, chromosomes are responsible for magnetism. Emotions are responsible for electricity. So if somebody can make you think something negative and make you think by visualizing it, putting your emotions into it, you create an imbalance or an influx in yourself, chemically giving you a chemical imbalance. This is deep, y'all. This is chemistry. But we're going to return real quick. Going to let our sponsors get in. I want you all to think seriously on the things that I've said. And you might even have to play this back a few times to get it. I'm your boy, J-Rated All. We'll be right back, y'all. All right, guys, we are back. Uh... This is going to conclude part two. We're getting ready to jump straight into part three. Thanks you all for again listening. Look forward to seeing you guys on part three. I'm your boy J-Rated R. Let's get it in. Peace. Peace.